Welcome to The Burningly Passionate, where we bring the passion back into your lives by sharing the passion of others. If you want to help support the podcast, the best way to do so is by leaving a review. Now, let's get into the episode. Today, I am joined with my girlfriend, the lovely, my lovely girlfriend, for episode one of The Burningly Passionate Podcast, and she is mainly known by people as a traveler. She travels, has traveled around the world to lots of countries. And we're going to be talking about her passion of traveling and some of her other passions. Hello, I'm Crystal. I'm excited to be on my first podcast with my boyfriend. This is a first episode, so don't judge it too much, everybody. Uh, I'm still very new to this. And make sure to rate or review to get it out to more people out there do you remember how you first got into traveling not quite because i think it slowly grew on to me um since i was little i always like my parents always took me on like road trips or to disneyland disney world in las vegas a couple times and i enjoyed those trips but i wasn't really traveling until i really wanted to go to japan because i was interested in anime and the culture and then i really enjoyed that trip and then after japan i was like oh what about other countries that would be fun to like explore new countries so after japan i went to costa rica and i really enjoyed like meeting people there and all the waterfalls the food and then i went to italy and I enjoyed that as well. And then I worked some more so I could like save more money to go on other trips. And then I went to Thailand. And then after Thailand, I was like, I made it a goal to myself to go to a new country every year, at least once. And so far that I, I did my goal. <laughs> and But except for COVID, that was one year I couldn't. And now... After when, a couple years after COVID, I'm able to, I want to catch up on travel. So I was able to go to Greece and Iceland this year and hopefully Ecuador. Yeah, we're planning a trip to Ecuador, Quito this year. Hopefully we will be able to figure everything out and go on that trip. You recently went over to Iceland. So how was that trip and what did you learn from that experience? I really enjoyed Iceland because I I planned it kind of myself, but I also had like a tour guide with me, but I looked at other options on doing it myself or like which tour to go through. And I know I wanted to see the whole ring road. So, and it was during winter, so I wasn't sure about driving it on my own. And it was really a nice experience to having like, for eight days to have a guide with me telling like um those spot his like favorite spots and things i wouldn't know about and someone who like has been there for years and knows about his the country could help me out on and i didn't have to do any the driving it was nice to like lay back and able to get driven to and transportation to iceland in iceland You've talked to me at least about how you felt really at home in Iceland when you were at least there. Why did you personally feel like you were at home? I felt 
like I was home I I feel like every country I feel like oh I could live here or because I in a way Iceland is somewhat similar to Oregon with the icy the waterfalls the hikes I don't really see much volcanoes here technically like the the kind of volcanoes there but I feel like our we have a waterfall that's similar yeah, um to some of the ice the waterfalls waterfalls there and yeah, Iceland is definitely one of the places I would love to go to, but I think Ecuador Quito we will definitely really enjoy. So, what was going on through your head when you experienced a lot of these first travels you went on like Japan and Italy and your recent trip with Iceland and all those different trips? What was going through your head when you were there? Um, first money-wise like oh am I able to do afford this and when I come back I won't be broke and I make sure I'm always um for myself always when I come back be able to have enough and not feel like oh no I'm broke or when I'm on these trips I don't feel like oh no I'm already like scared of like not being able to like it won't hold money won't hold me back from doing like ice cave like going to an ice cave or or like staying an extra day or not being able to eat a meal because of money, you know? So I'm always like, that's the first thought. And where should I go next? And what's on the top of my list? And what I could do now, like what, what I'm more excited for, I guess. That's like what first goes through my head. And then what I want to do there. Those are the main ones. Gotcha. What do you think, like, was there anything specifically with traveling that, like, really just made you passionate about traveling? Like, was there a moment where you were just like, I want to keep doing this? Was it Japan or was there just, like, a moment where it clicked in your head where, like, I just want to do this all the time? When I started taking photos of myself, um, I started, like, sharing on Facebook and other people started liking them and made me feel like, oh, they they enjoy my pictures and they want to see what they could maybe go go there as well right. and see experience like uh this one coworker i have when i went to iceland she she's older she can't um experience like travel as far because of her husband um it's like stay at home he does right. it um so she she tells me that every time she sees my pictures, it's nice to like see the world through my pictures because she's not able to go there. Kind of like a secondhand experience. Yeah, and also, um, I like posting on Facebook because it like reminds me, like, oh yeah, I I a year ago I went to Greece or I went to Thailand, and it brings back memories. These pictures, like. It's always nice to have those memories with uh, Facebook and Instagram and all those other social medias or just looking back at the photos you've taken uh, where you can just see those photos and you're just like, wow, I did all this thing. I did all these things. I agree. Yeah. I like looking back at them and posting pictures myself. Not too hardcore. I'm not like a Instagram influencer or anything, but I like sharing them with my friends circle and posting them for myself right what other passions would you say you have that not everyone like that around you may know about 
I say anime. Now they know because I post pictures of me cosplaying. But back then in high school, middle school, it was tough to be an anime nerd or anything like that. Because you would be made fun of. Now it's more of a popular, like, you'd be weird if you don't like anime or gaming. You're cool if you do now. But back then, um, yeah. But now now I cosplay. I go. I like going to um, conventions and dressing up. I Just je- dressing up in general. Like, if there's a holiday coming up, I like putting on these these leggings and having a matching headband with the holiday even just to just show a little spirit it's uh fun for me right like this last saint patrick's day you had a whole saint patrick's day outfit and where she had these like saint saint patrick's leggings and a little headband with uh four leaf clovers and everything like she really goes all out everybody when would you say you got into the your other passions like cosplaying and uh, gaming? Um, I always was into gaming when I was little. Um, I loved Harvest Moon. Uh, I liked The Last of Us, Uncharted, like story-based games. I'm more of a story-based games. I liked anime and anime is like stories. So uh, to me, I felt like if I was playing a story-based game, I was like in in the game contributing instead of like more of the fighting and the no story based for me Uh, I got into cosplay more this year I cosplayed more but every year I always dressed up in Halloween because it was more acceptable to dress up in like but now I'm I'm cosplaying more and because I have a person to go with now too she can go with me and she's gone with some other people but now a lot of times we go to cosplay conventions and the first cosplay convention i actually went to was was with her and that was a very fun experience for me the first time i ever cosplayed was also with her so that was very fun uh what would you say is your favorite cosplay that you've done so far if you could choose one i say my favorite cosplay was always hard because i think each cosplay i've done when i went to conventions i enjoyed because they're different and i really each of them i had different interactions with people that made it like made me feel good about myself like the time we went together i was nurse joy and you were ash and this little family wanted picture with us and their kid came up to us and it was cute. I really enjoyed that interaction. And when I was Katara, I had people yell my name, wave to me, and- Give you lots of compliments. Yeah, give me lots of compliments. And I feel like when you're cosplaying, go to cosplay event, people are more able to approach to you. People people like, oh, they share the same passion as you and they're, they, they could say hi to, you're more able to, be able to be approached like when josh was ash i feel like people were able to say hi to him more when besides the first time we went and i felt like or he might have felt like he was a cameraman (laughs) or the picture and now he like when he was able to cosplay he was involved and i was sometimes the camera woman yes 
I feel like when uh, you cos when someone cosplays, they're able to have that common connection of cosplaying and being that anime nerd, or it's not always anime, but anime or video games or something like that, maybe a book, but also the fact that you can be, uh, they can also see things that, oh, the, pers- the person's cosplaying something they like, like Ash Ketchum, for example, or uh, Katara, and they're like, well, I like that show. They obviously like that show because they're cosplaying him. Also, not just by um, going to anime conventions. I like going to Renaissance fairs and going dressing up as a theme, and I enjoyed doing that. And I also got compliments there, be calling your highness and and get asked pictures from that too. And I feel good about when I dress up as like something, some somebody else, you know. Right. She definitely gets a lot of compliments, guys. <laughs> Um, let's see. How would you say your different passions that you have, uh, such as video games, uh, traveling and anime and cosplaying and some other passions, uh, have shaped you into the woman you have become today? Um, I feel like I'm always changing, I guess. Um, like, um, when I was younger, I used, well, I lost a lot of weight and I was... Then I started liking, I lost a lot of weight due to eating a little bit better and also mainly hiking. And I started a passion for hiking. And though that, that year I hiked every weekend, two times or once a week. And it helped me lose a lot of weight and I feel more confident about myself. And that's when I started also, I feel like traveling more this year and being able to cosplay more and being able to fit in outfits better and make and I feel better about myself. So I feel like it's always changing for me. Yeah, I would say that's true for a lot of people. I feel like for sure I am and always changing and I feel like uh, we're always changing as human beings. Um, if you were to accomplish like one major feat in life uh, along your passions... One major feat, a matter of it's traveling, video games, anime, hiking, or something else. What would that be? Would it be traveling around the world to every country? Would it be being known for something? What would that be for you? For me, I believe as of now, it could change later in life, but is traveling. Traveling motivates me to something to look forward to every year if... if I don't have anything planned out or travel. I get a little sad, but I right now I'm content. I'm working at a job. I like um, making money to save more money, save more money for my new travels that I want to experience. Um, so I'm trying to. Uh, my main goal that I made myself like couple years ago was to travel at least um, internationally once a year and maybe a road trip but I also now want to do um, weekend getaways nearby every so often because I feel like that's doable because even in Oregon or two or three hours away I feel like there's something new that I need to I could explore like little hiking trails or um, new things that I could do like go to the beach or a different beach that I haven't been to and see parts 
that's not so far away. That's doable and able for me to keep go like a little like what do you say like a little taste of travel. Right, a little bit of wanderlust in your own uh, city or your own state, kind of being how I've always heard it is being a tourist in your own state or country. Mm-hmm. And also, like I enjoy going to different events like it's becoming spring right about now and i'm excited to go see the cherry blossoms on the rock uh the waterfront maybe do a little photo shoot shoot i have this outfit that i'm thinking of wearing and josh might could take some cute pictures of me and also the tulip field that's known around in woodburn i could do i always i always like to go and it's always nice when it's spring, you can smell the flowers, the birds chirping. So I'm excited for 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 the see that season to come and I've I'm excited for all seasons. All seasons excite me. There's always little things to do each seasons. She always loves going to different events. I've this year I've definitely traveled and done more uh things, more events than I've ever done in my life just being around her. So I'm very thankful for that and uh she's just has this uh natural adventurous attitude and curiosity about life which i uh personally really love say the last question i have is if you were to give a if you were to give someone an advice about following their passion or traveling specifically what would you give them like what advice would you give them about either about either planning or maybe advice about if they should do it or if they're worried about it or anything like that? I say don't wait for anyone um, because I know a lot of people can't find someone else to travel and it's a scary thing. Um, Even though I was not technically by myself, I feel like most of my travels I was by myself because when I went to Japan, I went through... uh, college program and I didn't know anybody um until I was going to Japan and then I made friends there and when I went to Thailand and Italy and and Costa Rica I did I went through the airport by myself um I went through the trials to get there by myself but when I got there I had a tour and I met people through that so I feel even though it's technically not solo traveling uh I feel like there was, there's ways to act if you feel like afraid to go by yourself. There's ways that you could go on a tour and have other people join you and meet people through tours who also have the same love for travel and also probably f- mainly going there by themselves. And you can make friends across the world through that. Gotcha. Totally. I think that, uh, I think everybody should try, but personally, I think everybody should try both solo travel and traveling with someone because I think they're both different experiences. About solo traveling and going with another one, I figured out for myself that I enjoy traveling with other people more than being solo travel because now I know I like to having pictures of myself and it's nice knowing that there's someone also there back up to to like in case your car gets declined because my um in greece my sister's car just got declined and i was there for her because 
she wouldn't she she would be kind of in trouble after a while not like having access to cash um because their cards got declined so there's always like there's someone you're not alone in that country and someone to always take pictures of you, of you and you wouldn't feel weird to go ask go up to ask a straight like you don't have that weird like oh asking some stranger to take pictures of you so i learned that about myself i also feel like that a, you'll be even if you do want to talk to like strangers when you have someone that you do know with you you might feel more comfortable talking to strangers or in a tour you might feel more comfortable talking to some of the people in the tour because you have someone you can also fall back on and kind of support you if someone like rejects you or is like uh you know yeah i agree i feel for me my sister's very quiet and then when we um met people in greece she didn't really talk to anyone but i was there for her when people would ask me questions about her like so but we had a good time she enjoyed travel she enjoys traveling now as as much as you do I don't know if it's yeah as so much as you do when I after Greece, um, because I for some reason I didn't invite her to Thailand or Italy or Costa Rica, because I I just didn't think she'd be interested. Then I'm like, wait, I want someone to take pictures of me. It'd be nice to have someone to like take pictures of me, and also I won't be alone on the airport and um sleeping. Because when you go travel, you, you you bunk with someone, and she could be my bunk partner. Um, so it was nice, like, um, being li- in a living situation or, like, a room situation with someone you know instead of someone you don't know. I think that's one of the reasons why you want to travel with me because then you'll, one, have someone to take photos of you that's a photographer and also just have someone that you know with you also. And, you, and we'll, I think we'll have fun. I feel like it'll be also very romantic. It'll be a fun thing to do. And I feel like it will really test a relationship as well. Because travel could be stressful. And it can really test your relationship. Because you're tired. You're you're possibly always on the go. And maybe stressing if you're going to make... If you're late or if something bad happens. But I feel if the relationship's strong enough, it'll go through. I fully agree with that. That's part. That's actually part of the reasons why I want to travel too. Just it's a good test of the relationship, and also just a good experience in general. Um, is there anything that you potentially want to plug or uh, share with anyone to follow or subscribe to or share with anyone else? That any final thoughts? Um, not that I can think of. Um, support Josh. He's- He's a sweet, handsome guy. All right. That's, you heard it here first, folks. This was the first episode that, of the Burningly Passionate Podcast with my girlfriend, Crystal. And we might do more episodes uh, some other times together. I'm not sure. Maybe we'll do an episode of before Ecuador, uh, like right before Ecuador and after Ecuador. We also have this, I had planned a mini trip for his birthday. We're going to go to a hot springs, a natural hot springs in Oregon that's pretty popular. And we're going to do some hikes and possibly go to the wildlife safari down there that, that, that I'm excited for. I get to be in a cabin.
Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited about that. And yes, also he this coming next week he's going to Redwoods. That's exciting. Yeah, next weekend I'm going to Redwoods also for my birthday. So I got two two fun uh, weekend getaway trips. Uh, the Redwoods with my uh, immediate family, my mom and my stepdad, and I have the trip with my girlfriend for the hot springs and maybe the wildlife safari and some other fun stuff. So it's going to be a fun two weeks for me these upcoming weeks in spring. And I hope you guys enjoyed and I'll see you guys in the outro. I want to personally thank you for listening to this episode of The Burning the Passionate. Never miss another episode by going to my website, theburningthepassionate.com or following this podcast on the respective service. I post blogs on there also. Again, that's theburningthepassionate.com. Leave a review to help get this podcast out to more people or word of mouth. It really helps a lot.